What a thing to be a witness to the sunshine What a dream to just be walking on the ground What a time to live among the ashen remnants of our love that came before And I'm still looking for that now It took centuries to build these twisted cities It took seconds to reduce them down to dust And all the tour guide could say was take your pictures folks it's late And try your best please to remember what was done Don't look so forlorn Don't you look so scared Don't get so upset This world was never fair But there are hundreds of ways To get through the day There are hundreds of ways Now you just find one I used to think that time was of the essence Now I just wish I could get some sleep Strange parade of sounds the city makes when I lie down Little explosions that set fire to my dreams Sometimes I get mistaken for this actor And I guess that I can see it from the side Maybe no one really seems to be the person that they mean to be I hope I am forgotten when I die Contradict me, don't make me cross the line If you feel threatened, it's only cause I might But there are hundreds of ways to get through the day There are hundreds of ways to get through the day Yes, there are hundreds of ways So you best find Bakersfield for cash On the band shell Got a band Sound like an arcade in Japan Blew all my quarters Trying to get that feeling back Now this sucker Can turn boredom into violence A sociopath Riding on a bus As Cyrus is all black From his novelty contacts He looks around But he can't see the rest of us In my sunglasses Don't mind the blinding light Yes, getting dark broke But I've always loved the night But there are hundreds of ways To get through the day There are hundreds of ways To get through the day There are hundreds of ways Get through the day, the hundreds of ways to get through the day, the hundreds of ways to get through the day, the hundreds of ways.
day Just find one I uh, want to tell you about the time that I decided to stand my ground against a peacock and I quickly changed my mind and ran away screaming. It was in the middle of the San Francisco Zoo and I want to thank um, at Urban Siren for reminding me (laughs) of this by posting peacock pictures in our stories. I used to go to the zoo alone by myself a lot and I super enjoyed going to the zoo. I would kind of wander around, and then uh, when my first son was really little, he really liked car rides, and he really liked going places and interacting with the public, so we would go to the zoo all the time. And I had already had a long history of it, so by the time he was born and we were going to the zoo, I already avoided the peacocks. I don't think I ever let him go near them. He's probably heard this story. He's in the room, so I'm gauging whether he'll remember this. I'm telling the story of the time that I tried, I decided to stand my ground against a male peacock that was running at me. To my podcast listeners. I almost said viewers, but they're not viewing, are they? Shop guys! <laughs> That's my, my little YouTuber. Ice machine during a podcast. They say in professional things, always run your ice machine and have your kids talking in the background while podcasting. No, they don't. But that's what my podcast is, is we're trying to do something different because everybody else's goal is to get so professional. Our goal on Open Lines Radio from Art Bell is Dead, what we're doing is we're trying to get as authentic as possible. This is just how I'm living. Like, this is just me. There's no pretense. There's no... I'm in my Dale Jr. sweater and my pajama pants talking to my kid with YouTube on in the background. These are those guys I don't like, though. Oh, if they lived next door to me, I'd be calling the cops. No. Yes, no. absolutely. No. <laughs> I cannot stand these kids. I think they are pretty. Actually, these guys at least stay in their house. They're pretty. They're okay. Those other guys that were like, they were punching a blow up Santa in the middle of McDonald's in front of little kids. That was not okay. It wasn't Funk Brothers. It was the other guys. Yeah. Those guys, that's the kind of stuff that's funny if it's in a movie, but in real life, those little kids. Can I tell the story about the Batman Park thing? Sure. That was another kid, but he was older. So my sweet son used to wear a Batman Halloween I was costume. Batman. He was Batman. There was no doubt in his mind. He had grown up as Batman. He just knew it was part of his identity. <laughs> he identified as Batman <laughs> when I was a young child, and he um, used to wear this really cool. Actually, I think we went through three or four. Two? There was only two of them, huh? Two costumes. And it was his second costume, and it had this big, cool chest piece to it. It was like a new addition to the bat. The first one had been the all abs. fabric. Yeah, the abs. And he would, he would wear it to the park all the time. And we wore it to the park once. He was about four years old, about still in preschool. Mm-hmm. And this older boy, who was probably eight or nine years old, came up, and he goes, Why are you wearing that? And he said, because I'm Batman. And he goes, no, you're not. And my poor baby was crushed. He did not have his big kid defenses yet. He was still, well, baby. And he said, yeah, I am. And you got down off that and you were so bummed. And I said, that kid just doesn't know. He doesn't know that you're Batman. And he left. 
And we went and got Starbucks, and we talked about it in the car. And we said, that kid doesn't know. He just doesn't know Batman when he sees him. But you know what changed is you didn't want to wear your costume after that. Even though we knew it wasn't right, there was a change, huh? It felt different after that. Cause then Cause he, effect. Yeah, that boy brought... what He carried the possibility of that not being a fun thing anymore. It had always been fun before that. There had been nothing unfun about it. That's really interesting how that happens. But you found other things to wear and have fun with. And if he, that hadn't happened and you were still wearing it, you would have been in kindergarten and it prob- probably somebody would have said something a little meaner, huh, if you were still trying to wear it every day. So it was kind of maybe the... The easiest road to get you out of the Batman costume. We didn't have to fight about it. You know? What was that? Did you just find a cookie in your milk? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's like a bonus. But yeah, Peacock story. So there's the Batman story. There's another time we decided we weren't going to yell at the boy because we talked about it too. But you didn't want to go yell at him. You were just digesting what he had said. And then you still wore it at home. I don't think that changed for another few years. But as far as going to the park and stuff, your day was done. You weren't a toddler anymore. And before you were born, I used to go to the zoo. (laughs) A lot on my own also. And I was walking through the zoo one day, and there you had all the peacocks, and there was one in his full regalia with his whole tail open. And he started flapping it at me. And I went, oh, okay, I know animals, right? I'm just going to stand here. I won't stand down. I'm going to be like, you know, stand my ground and make myself look big. He didn't give a fuck. He was running at me. And I ended up running through the San Francisco Zoo yelling. And that's why when you were born, we used to go. Nobody, like, helped me either, I would like to point out. There was not a single employee that asked me what was wrong. There was not... Isn't that amazing? Because you would think yelling and running in the zoo would get you a little bit of attention. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. <laughs> it, it, nobody cares. Well, if you want some attention, just go on Dr. Phil. Mm. That's what that girl was saying yesterday, huh? So I guess the new way to get Instagram followers, the big thing to do is get yourself on Dr. Phil because he puts your at up on the screen and he talks about your life. It's like a way to become a celebrity and get people interested in you. Hold on, I gotta check the baby real quick. Hold on. Oh, he's just currently covering him. Whoa, covering him. Sorry, I walked into a door. He's just currently covering himself in applesauce. That's all. But he's quite happy. Quite happy. Yeah. All right. No, we'll do that in the link. I love you. Yeah, but... I was going to keep his YouTube channel separate because I didn't want my kids' names involved. I feel it's really vulnerable and it's dangerous. I have to trust everybody that listens to this implicitly, and I've never met them. They could be sickos, weirdos, and crazy fucks. And that's why I keep everything separate. But the reality is, we're all exposed to them every time we leave the house, aren't we? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. They could work in your school or You're the mall. I'm scared, though. Like, if he messages me, I can just block him from the YouTube channel. I know. I'm just scared because I'm your mom. Mom, do that. I'm scared of everything for you. I'm aware of all the threats. Everything's a threat to my babies. 
What? I have to. I have to go sit down. I'm sorry. You're a baby. I know you're not a baby, but you're, you'll always be my baby. That's why there's a million books that are called that, basically. Let's see how the one covered in applesauce is doing. Huh? Let the teenager watch his teenager things. How are you? Oh, you're not covered in it, really? I thought you were covered in it. Not at all. You just eating it really responsibly. Well, that's pretty neat and pretty grown-up thing to do. You can tell which child I'm talking to. Babies have different ears. When my first one was born, we, we tried really hard to not do baby talk because that was kind of like a thing going on. Like people just, they wanted to make sure that, you know, kids learned language properly. And there was like this whole, you know, there is in every generation, there's a section of parents that go, oh, we're not going to, you know, we're going to speak really you know, eloquently to our child, and then he'll speak eloquently as well. Um, well, they can't really hear, they kind of tune out when you're talking adult speak. They don't really hear it. There's a lot of it. They don't understand it. And so when you slip into high-pitched baby voice, it's something that really, you know, does that. Gets them. Gets their attention. Grabs them. Like that app that plays the high-low notes to get... Um, like, I guess adults can hear one, and then kids can hear the other one. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I'm eating a piece of donut now. It's just terrible what we do. I felt myself get really upset that he yelled his YouTube channel, even though he knew that we had agreed not to do that. It feels like such a violation of what we had agreed to do. He's so young. But he's old enough, too, to know. It's just amazing to me that, like, what kids in other countries and other situations were doing at the same age, and then try to imagine your child in it, you know, whether it's softer or harder than what they're experiencing. Yes. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> but it's all an act of faith. Um... By that I mean, I'm glad we've developed things we can say to remind ourselves that we have no control over this, and it's pointless to worry about it. Whether that means saying things will be what they will be, or praying, or whatever it is our 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 personal kind of worry needs. I know a lot of people in law enforcement and they have such varying lifestyles personally and I know a lot of lawyers and people in various religions and races and nationalities and everybody is the same but we all hear stories about people that are so different and we must personally know real fucked up people don't we kind of on the surface, and then we end up getting to know them, and then they're not that fucked up again. That cycle's kind of in and out that way, doesn't it? Kind of undulating. We're all the angel and the assholes. <laughs> New band coming. <laughs> it's probably already is one. It almost sounds familiar or something. But by now I've said band name on so many things that everything's starting to sound like something I've already said or something. Oh, 
Here comes the baby. It's nice to be recording. I thought about talking about a lot of political things. You're almost there. Just a little bit farther. Just a little bit farther. You're almost there. Ooh, he's very cautious about getting down and stuff. I like to foster that cautious feeling because, well, because, well, I like him. I, I like to protect his life. Just like my other one. It's amazing to me when I see stories about people hurting children at all or hear them personally. And even more amazing to me when I find myself, you know, doing even just like minor things that are, I catch myself and how inconsiderate I'm being. It's very rare I catch myself really trying to be mean, but I think we all do it. You know, we act out of our pain. And I was raised very nonviolently. Not like we admitted that it was there. We watched violent movies and all that stuff. We found it entertaining when it was used for entertainment value. But if anything was pained, harmed, against its will, it wasn't choosing to be there, choosing to be acting in that disciplinary... You know what I'm saying. And it was frowned upon greatly. It was disgusting. It was hurtful. Um, my parents have seen a lot of things. They've done a lot of their own mind opening over their lives and years and everything. And they've had a lot of friends and experienced things. And they still, you know, just like anybody, act out of their pain and their knowings and unknowings. And I guess forgiving people, that word stumbles us because I think peace isn't found in saying it's okay that you are that way. Peace is found in finding like the beauty of being that way. You know, that's, that's where you register and you align with being at peace is not saying, oh, okay. And then I'll just card that away that you're, you did a bad thing. It's, it's truly coming to a point where you're thinking and feeling and everything and you're and you're knowing that it's a no babies in the potty. No babies in the potty. So we gotta sing our little song when he remembers not to go in the potty. No babies in the potty. All these uh big words being broken down into little bitty things. The little bitty simple things that everybody's already all knowing. Come here. Oh, come here. Let me get your sweatshirt and your applesauce shirt. He actually did a great, great job eating his applesauce. Let me get off your applesauce shirt. Are you still doing your podcast? Yeah, it's still recording. There you go, boo boo. Yeah, are you happy? Yeah, you want me to get diaper? Come here. You want your diaper off? Nope, he's too busy. Too busy. What are you eating? What is that? Oh, it's a glass with a muffin thing on the bottom. It looked like the weirdest container of food. Oh my goodness. It looked like you were drinking like a jar of uncooked pasta or something. My brain could not figure it out at all. Put on a cowboy hat, put away some laundry, covered with applesauce. I love the little 
Costco applesauce pouches, and I know I can make my own, but I'm just not there yet. I got a baby step in direction. There's got to be, you know, my evils have got to get smaller before they, they disappear immediately, guys, you know? And I don't know if they ever will. I don't know that it'd be better to do it myself. What happens to all the jobs and stuff? And We have to get to where we don't need jobs. We don't have people that need income anymore. Before we start completely annihilating our production sectors. And I really just believe people are doing exactly what they should be doing. I don't think humanity is evil. People talk about how many things humans have made extinct. Um, the Earth has been making things extinct other ways. Like in far greater numbers for far longer. People are just a part of it. The fact that we can feel good or bad about something, that's the magic of it. That's the difference, isn't it? The guilt of it. Again, we can feel awful after something happens. Do you think it, it exists in all animals? And they just don't act on it? Maybe we're teaching them to act on it. We're showing by example to act on it. I wonder if elephants used to grieve their dead before they became so interweaved with humans. Really, maybe they just went to a spot to die. Maybe they didn't do re revenge and all the things we see now until they had interacted. Or maybe they did. Maybe all the animals know the game better than we do and we're becoming more like them instead. I think it's really interesting that when... Um, what I guess we'd call settlers got here. How much had already happened and yet from what I can understand there was like no metalwork in the Americas yet. Yet? Yeah, yet, because it came later. So like Native Americans weren't doing metalwork, you know? And so I always wonder like are they a lot younger or did they just not feel the need to progress? Because there's metals, clearly. And I'm not offensive. I don't know if they lived better or worse than we did. They didn't have land ownership, but they still killed each other over it. So I don't know which one's worse. Now we have to go to court. And there's all sorts of complications. But. Maybe some people would prefer to just run at each other in war. I don't know. Would you rather have war or paperwork? I think is a big question. War. War. Than paperwork. Would you rather go to war over if you wanted some land or go to court? War. War over court? Because court's boring. You just sit there and say words. Well, war you can die though. So? Or your family could. You're fighting for something you want. That's a great. Actually, you just solved humanity, honey. <laughs> Alright, I guess we're done here. <laughs> we never have to do this podcast again. <laughs> I'm kind of serious. What's that? Oh, the teething necklace thing. Are you gonna get it in there? Are you gonna get it in? You want me to help? The baby's. <laughs> yeah. Show your brother. You see what he's doing? He's been working yeah, on it. <laughs> he's been working on it for a long time. So maybe that's what we'll revert to. People are gonna get so sick of paperwork they just would rather kill each other.
we'll get really used to the fact that when we die, we always exist, and we'll just know that well, we can like, recycle in and out. But, well, like, when we, like, we're gonna die anyways. Yeah. So why don't we just, like, die trying to fight for something that we want and, like, like, or or... So would you rather? I guess it'd be. I'd rather die for something than do nothing with my life and just die of old age. Yeah. I'm wondering if, like, if it's a young thing that you feel that way, or if we'll, if you'll always feel that way. I'm trying to remember always how I used feel to feel. Like, always feel that way. I guess it's to you. It probably sounds better than being in an old folks' home, huh? <laughs> Getting Alzheimer's. You'd rather, you'd rather just go out in some flaming glory. Oh, you know what's on Netflix? A Polly Shore movie about the army that you haven't seen yet. It's called In the Army Now. Huh? Oh, you opened the diaper genie? You're silly. Um, you, sir, are silly. Bubba's uh, stickers are coming today. I ordered stickers from Amazon. Cause you know how we ran out of stickers? Stickers from what? For the, oh, for the, for the dress. What? For the farm thing? Oh, no. Well, yeah, they could be for that, I guess. No, they're just... It's a pack of a thousand different kinds of stickers, and I'm just going to piece them out so he can... He likes oh. to put stickers on that nightstand that we're getting rid of anyways. No, Atticus, honey, not for you. Oh, come on, hon. Atticus, stop. He's trying to push his fingers away. I know. Pull his hand away. He's only little. I know you can move his hand. No, no, no. You can't use it as an excuse for you to look, babe. I'm sorry. Here, why don't you guys both get out then? Okay. He like growled. <laughs> He's like, I know. That's where we weren't. We were trying to avoid this for a reason, darling. That wasn't what we were doing. Ugh, it won't close now. Hold on. Step back. Step back. I don't want to. Don't want to smash your fingers. There we go. Jeez Louise. That thing is noisy. There you go. Really light metal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not an actual, it's not like a safe, it's just a cabinet, a locking cabinet. cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you turn that sideways, you could like make an enclosure for like your pet or something. If you like, if you like your Oh. And then you could like tip it on your It kind of looks like, like the boa constrictor. Tanks. Yeah. That open Put a giant branch in it. <laughs> and so Coconut fiber and all that stuff. Coconut. Oh, fiber. I thought yeah. you said coconut firewood. No. Coconut I didn't know what that was. Coconut Keep an eye for a second. I want to grab my coffee. Please. Thank you. I know. Well, he feels where it is with his finger and then puts the key there. We're working, you know. Sibling relationships. Parent relationships. It's also exciting and fun. I don't know. Parenting 101. Oh, hi, everybody. Are you getting tickled by a string? Look what I found. Bubba stole it. He did. It was in my room. I didn't take it. (laughs) Oh, tickles. Watch out. He's walking with a key. I don't know how safe that is. Not safe. Not safe at all. Could you maybe get him either get the key away or wait to do tickle? Oh wait. Yeah. Okay. You didn't do that though. You didn't wait and you didn't get the key away. We have to do something because he can't be running back and forth with a key in his hand. Here, can I take this for tickle times? Yeah. Perfect. Yay. He doesn't even mind. Here he comes. Tickle 
time. Oh. <laughs> he was so excited about tickle time. Tickle time. Tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> Don't leave that on your finger for too long, please. I know. Thank you. I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm going to remind myself that this is all just such a process. And that it's okay to mess up. And do things I wish I didn't do. And do them differently next time. Because that's all I can do. Is do them differently next time. I can't undo. Or redo. I just... know what I I know, I want to see your mice. You know what I was just really tempted to do? If I knew how to do it, and my body was capable of it, if I could run right now, you're like perfect. If I knew how to do like the, where they tumble, you know, the Chinese acrobats that we saw where they like oh, yeah. would tumble over somebody and then they're both at a somersault. It looks like the perfect. Yeah. We could take classes of that. They have them. No. You don't want to do that? Oh. You used to really love watching them when you were little. I know, because they're cool. I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, what was I just... They do have scuba classes. I don't need scuba for magnet fishing or looking at the bottom of a room. No, but you need scuba for scuba if you I'm want. I'm not going to scuba Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to go scuba I want to go look for treasure at the bottom of a lake and get scrap metal and turn it in. That'll be cool. Money. <laughs> um, the estate selling is called York Estate Sales. Ours? Yes. Is that a Yes. That's York. Okay, so... York. York. Like New York? Yeah. Okay, so York is an old royal family that we're kind of loosely related to. But really I chose it mostly because of... It has that hard K sound. Because it has a hard K sound, and the person that started <laughs> You guys are really cute. Watch <laughs> out. <laughs> oh my god! Are you happy? Come here. Monkey, monkey, monkey. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, we'll talk later. <laughs> Come here. 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 Come uh, my son loves garage sales more than anything. I loved them as a kid. I really like um, helping the elderly. I also like rehoming pets. So um, I am putting together all of our skills into um, York Estate uh, selling and liquidation. And then we're going to also help people rehome the pets and that kind of stuff too. We'll um, essentially be like a hub is how I view it. Is less... <laughs> We'll go in and we'll do consultation and that kind of stuff. And then it's going to be a lot of delegation out to different groups. And I've been reading um, 
blogs by people that are in the business and really doing a ton of research on that because we need something physically that we can do as a family that feeds and supports our other interests and businesses. Um, And one of my main interests and businesses, uh, business kind of goals is to work in restoration. That thing is like haunted. I hate that toy. (laughs) Mocha does not like it either. Oh, hey, you know what I have? Here, we've had this for freaking ever. Where is it? No. Oh, stop. Oh. What should we do when she does that? What's going to make her stop? Look into her eyes and say, stop it. Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Quick. Quick. Look into her eyes. It's working. It's not working. It is working. There you go. That, That seems to work. All right, I'm gonna put this in the closet. Yeah, mom, I did it. No, no, Thank I you. need the truck. No, you do not need the truck. This truck is—it's so scary. This truck is—I know, but look, I'm gonna give you something better. He's hitting Baxter. Baxter loves it. Oh my god, my car! It's not yours. It was supposed to be for somebody else, and we never gave it to them for their birthday. So what is that noise? Oh, I'll be hitting the safe. Yeah, got that now. <laughs> I forgot he had the tube. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to open that up and get that all set up, you guys should do that. Um. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna lock me in there too. If you'll keep an eye on him for a second. I'm not gonna lock it. I'm just gonna be in there. Um. Yes. So yeah, so I'm combining all the the interests and the children and the and um, what I want to get into eventually. Why I'm doing Harvard Extension Studies is I would love to get into museum restoration. I think that preserving our history is really cool, and there's less and less of it to preserve. Per, to preserve every year, stuff gets thrown out, um, gets mixed in with other stuff, gets damaged, destroyed, fires come through. Um, I know in our area, we lost the home of Charles Schultz's wife during the Tubbs fire. And I can only imagine what could have been in there. And that there, and then I read the stories of numerous art collectors who lost their homes. And remember when you talk shit on the wealthy, what a lot of them are very wealthy and they lost all of our art collections. And we need to have wealthy people because you know what? When we have a central wealth and a central wealthy government and the people don't have anything... It fucking sucks for everybody. Look around you. It fucking sucks. So humanity set up the way it is. Be a good person. Help other people be good people. But don't get so invested in community that you're not taking care of yourself. Because I tell you right now, shit goes haywire in every community. Every single one. You will never find a perfect group of people because one perfect person does not exist. And you may be the asshole. In every group, you're different. Right? I told my son the other day. He said, yeah, but you're not a jerk. And I said, honey, there are people that see me walk into a room and they leave. They won't even be near me because they think I am so mean. It's real. There's also people that get super fucking excited to see me. It's extreme. There's also people that don't know me, don't care, don't remember me. 
Don't know where they know me from. Everywhere. And I'm saying this about me because it's true about you too. So next time you get really hard on yourself about someone else's opinion on you, remember that their opinion's fucking wrong according to most other people. Except for the few people that probably agree with them. And then there's, in the U.S., 335 other million people or whatever that will happily judge you differently if you should let them. And then they'll say things they don't even mean. They'll say they hate you and they love you. They'll say they love you and they hate you. So even if they're saying bad things about you, you have no idea if they're even telling the truth. So who really gives a shit? Enjoy it. I don't know. You live once. I think we're buying our uh, toddler a Porsche for Christmas. <laughs> I'm serious. Not like a real one, but like a real one. It is, has a parental control. He can sit in it. It's not that expensive. When I was a kid, they were hella fucking expensive. Only hella rich people could afford that shit. You know what? My kid can have it. So what? Is he going to grow up terrible? I don't fucking know. I've known lots of kids that didn't have one that grew up really fucking terrible. And I don't really know any kids that did have one. So I don't know. We're looking at it scientifically. It's kind of a crapshoot still, huh? So let's not judge ourselves too much, huh? Let's put everything in context. Remember that the article you're reading, that headline, it's not true. It's not true. It's an opinion just like anything else. And they're wording it to trick you. And it's all a lie. The only person that loves you is you. And by loves you, I mean truly takes care of you above all else. Okay? Nobody else is going to take care of you the way that you can. And you can take care of the people around you in a way that nobody else can. You can be their nurturer, their rock. It's up to you. Whether or not you fuck them over, that's your choice. You get to choose that. You can be that for everybody. And they may still say you're an asshole. Oh, fucking well. Make sure you can sleep at night. All right. I love you. Peace out.
umbrella under my arm Into the green of the radar How'd it get so dark in the day? It's just so bizarre If it's true, what we're made of Why do I hide from the rain? Somebody saw something and they said, hey, it looks like a pomegranate. And I don't know why I call it pomegranate, but it looks like a pomegranate, right? And it became, no matter what language you spoke it in, syllables are frequencies. It's the world of creation of vibrating strings, which is sound. My mind's a weather vane It spins around just like a top Knows what the winds of fortune bring In the season of the witch Home is a perjury A parlor trick An urban myth Oh how the circumstances change This world is smoking steel And compromise and meter made Eternity 